that's the perfect word, safe place. So dapat sa collaboration. Ako, dahil ako yung mas may experience, burden ko to make you feel relaxed and comfortable and make you feel that it's a safe place. Hey everyone, this is Lian Kaila and welcome back to another episode of Do Re Li. Do Re Li is a podcast where I have conversation jams with friends and guests about music, creativity, and life. So if personal development and music is your jam, then this podcast is for you. And in today's episode, we are sharing some bonus outtakes from my conversation with record producer Mr. Jonathan Manalo. So without further ado, do enjoy this episode. I'm currently fascinated with this question. What's the value and impact of a great melody in a pop song? Oh, a great melody. Do you think a great melody and catchy phrasing can save a song that has poorly written lyrics? I'm currently doing research about this topic and the more I scratch the surface, the more curious I become. I figured that I have a great opportunity to ask a professional like you. I'm excited to know your opinion. Have a great day, sir. Oh, sagutin mo, Sir Joano. What's your answer? Pop song, yeah. ha? Nandito okay. tayo sa space ng pop song. Right, right, right. Indeed. Yeah. Of course, a great melody and catchy phrasing can always save a poorly written lyrics. Yes. Or it could be, ano, it, non-lyrical at all. It could Hello. be just, eh, 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 eh. Di ba? Anyone, uh-oh. <laughs> Di ba? Uh-oh. Kung pop yung ating measurement, kung pop yung context natin, hindi ganun ka-importante yung lyrics. Importante is catch ni yung yung the hook. Tingin mo nung sinasabi ko nung bata ako. Ang hinahanap ko yung catchy melody. The hook, yeah. Oo, minsan hindi mo naman nga maiintindihan kung ano yung message ng kanta. May yung fragments lang ng lyrics ang tatandaan mo. Ayun, hook is the most important part of a pop song. However, it's poorly written, basta napakaganda ng melody at sobrang strong ng hook, ma-save niya yung isang pop song. Name. Iba siya no? Iba din, depending on the genre, like you were saying earlier, di ba, Sir Joe? Kasi, like, for example, musical theater, ay, hindi po pwede pangiting lyrics. Hindi pwede. Hindi pwede, kasi story. Hindi pwedeng pangiting lyrics, kasi it's lyrically driven. That's why yung mga singer-songwriters, kailangan maganda yung lyrics nyo. Yung mga folk writers, di ba? Lyrics yung magiging dapat na strength niyan. Pero ako, ayoko na nga mag-judge eh. So, totoo lang, pag ayaw nyo, Turn it off. You have the power to turn it off. What about the people who say we have to judge it to make it better? Mm, iba yun kapag nasa school yun. Nasa school ba kayo? Oh, sabihin mong yes. Sabihin mong nasa music school. Nasa mong yes. Pag nasa music school, kasi ano din naman eh, educational process yan, yung critiquing. Yes. Diba? Okay. Yes, you critic, pero meron kayong basis. Ano ba yung kinikritik sa school? Hindi naman kinikritik ang taste sa school eh. Ang kinikritik dyan, hindi ba nagka-clash? Sa figuri ba ng music? Ito ba? Tama ba yung theory niya? Ah, hindi ba to sentonado? Okay ba yung harmonics? Diba ganyan, ganyan. Yeah. Yun ang ikikritik nyo. Kung sa production, ang slick ba ng production? Ang ganda ba nung pinili niyang patches? Critic it. Critic it to improve it. Pero other than that, anong gusto mong gawin? Gusto mo lang palabasin na, Hmm. mas mataas ako ang appreciation ko. Yeah, I remember my dad also telling me the same thing with movies. Mm-hmm. Na, how can you say something is bad when there's this number of audience that can enjoy it? In terms of, kunyari, in a production setting, like for example, we're working together. 
and you're trying to see how you can improve it. Mm-mm. Iba yung context na yun is what you're saying. Iba. Right? Iba. Yeah, iba yung context na yun. Kasi it's a learning process. Right. Mataas yung trust level niya when you're working together ni. Walang ibang pinanggagalingan yun kundi the drive right. to make so, it good. So if you were in the room, ganyan, like we did, we were in the room, we were making <laughs> our song together. Mm-hmm. How do you, especially for people na bago, Ayan. Uh, okay, learn... open na kasi ako sa critiquing kapag you're part of the group creating it. Super open ako. So, pa, parang how do you give that feedback in a way na parang respectful? Ako feeling ko na perfect ko yun to be political and to be really very careful and to have learned the art of saying what I want to say and getting the message across without being offensive. Paano hindi ma-hurt? Kung paano mo sinasabi? Na-hurt ka ba nung process natin? Ever? May ganun ka naramdaman? Difficult ba ako nung no, binubuo natin yung song? 40 minutes. <laughs> Ang bilis natin tatapos yung... Para malinaw yung ano eh. Malinaw yung gusto natin puntahan. Nag-usap tayo kaagad ng, ng sound. Nag-usap tayo ng storyline. Di ba sinabi mo yung gusto mong storyline? Yeah. Tapos kung anong klaseng feel, anong chord progressions yung pupuntahan nating direction. Di ba? So... Naging well, malinaw naman. Now, what you're saying is super important that you're able to trust the person that you're working with. Oh. Itatrust mo na yung feedback niya is for the greater good. Huwag ka nalang makikipagtrabaho dun sa tao kapag hindi mataas yung trust level mo. Yeah. Or sa totoo lang, kung wala kang respeto, mag-aaway lang kayo. It starts with trust and respect. Kahit na ano pang correction gawin nyo back and forth. Kung meron kayong trust at respect sa isa't isa while working together, hindi kayo mag-aaway. So kapag nag-aaway kayo, ibig sabihin, may some level of ano distrust. Tapos siguro hindi mo nire-respect yung person. Or siguro yung person na to, hindi ka rin nire-respect. It could be the other way around. Kaya importante yung mutual respect. Mutual respect and trust. Pag mutual yung respect nyo and trust, neither one of you will feel offended. I think also mutual respect about the taste eh, and mm. ability. Tawag dan ibig sabihin kaya niyo magigain yung respect sa isa't isa. Nasa the same mind space kayo eh. Nagkakaintindihan na kayo. Hindi mo rin maaalis kasi yung mga may mga magagaling talaga na parang siguro pagkatrabaho nila yung feeling nila ka level nila walang magiging problema. Pero pag itong magaling na magaling na to, sing kalaban niya feeling niya halimbawa walang contribute sa table, may tendency na i-control niya yung buong process. Tapos, hindi niya alam na iinis na tong isa sa kanya. Diba? Ba- balancing act talaga siya. Not the same for everyone. Yeah. And I think I remember feeling that when I was writing with you for the first time. Kasi, alam ko at that point in my songwriting journey, ni pa ako ganun ka-confidente. And I think I felt na grateful to you na you were just letting me contribute. Alam mo yun? Parang, you were just letting me, yeah, yeah, parang, if there was a good idea, parang, oh, sige, lagay natin. If there wasn't a good idea, yeah, wag natin ilagay yan. Pero, alam mo yun, parang I felt safe enough to contribute whatever I That's go. the perfect word. Safe place. So, dapat sa collaboration. Ako, dahil ako yung mas may experience, burden ko to make you feel relaxed and comfortable, and make you feel that it's a safe place. Yeah. Kaya ako grateful at naman ng... I think maybe that's why a lot of people have 
collaboration partners na binabalikan nila. Balik tayo din sa spiritual. Di ba yun yung kasi meron kayong soul connection? Di ba? Yun yun. Writing partners, yung mga ganyan. Di ba? They tend to write so many so- beautiful songs together. Kasi nga, ayun, na- nagkiklik sila, nagjajive sila. Kumbaga pareho, nakaka- nakaka-access, nasa-synchronize nila yun ang pag-access nila sa sa music ram ng ng sabay, di ba? In sync. So they have the keys together at the uh-huh. same time. In sync sila. Hindi sila Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Tito jokes. <laughs> Teka, may tumatawag sa akin. And there you go, folks. And those were the outtakes that I had with my conversation with Sir Jonathan Manalo. And as always, at the end of the episode, let's do a few key takeaways from this episode. So number one is the difference between constructive criticism versus criticism that is just meant to tear the artist down. Now, I think to add to our conversation here, I think there's a difference between constructive criticism in the room where you are writing that song versus criticism or critiquing by maybe critics or the general public, which in turn shapes, I think, the general perception of the music that is being produced at that time. And as with anything, right, as with any art, public perception can change as the years go by. And I think my question from this is whether that public perception affects how the artist creates their music But usually, it shouldn't affect how the artist makes their music, right? Since it should be an expression of their innermost feelings. But I guess that this is different per artist. Another thing that I thought of from this conversation was really the role of the audience. So the audience is no longer, you know, a passive entity that the artist sings to or speaks to but they are an active participant in the music making process especially now with social media and live streaming where people can actively interact with artists and because of that they also actively interact with the music being made and oh it's so interesting the next thing that i learned was that collaboration is indeed an art form so being able to find somebody who you collaborate well with And also being able to find that right balance between giving constructive and not hurtful feedback. And at the same time, being able to push and elevate and make the music you're making together even better. But of course, as with any collaboration... We need to make this a safe space for everybody. And those are my key takeaways from this episode. If you are enjoying the show and would like to support us, please do leave a review on Apple Podcasts or you can drop us a note on our Instagram page at Podcast. And I hope to see you guys for another episode next next week. In the meantime, take care! <laughs>